But Jonathan, yesterday, I found myself hovering over a toaster. Many years ago, you told us to catch the toast. And so I was hovering over the toaster. (laughs) And it popped. And I caught the toast. (laughs) And now, this was a message given by Jonathan many years ago while we were still at uh, Winston Park. So some messages take a time to get through. <laughs> but, but I thought I'd, there's a key to catching the toast. There's a button you can push. And so with one hand, you push the button, and the other hand, you know it's going to pop, and you catch the toast. <laughs> and now I've got to connect that somehow to this, and it actually isn't connected. But other than, just for those of you who don't know what that's all about, life's a mystery, and this is a mystery. Okay, there's my, there's, my, there's my connection. But I want to talk, uh, I don't know if you can put John, um, John 6.51 um, up there. And um, talk about uh, uh, real food. And the table being real food. And what Jesus had to say about real food. Um, he, he, he often speaks in mysteries. Um, and to the people that were listening to him, they didn't quite get what he had to say. See, by putting it up there, I don't have to put my glasses on and go and read the Bible. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Keep going. Then the Jews began to argue sharply among themselves, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? I think that's a fair question. And it's a question... That, that I've pondered, and I'm sure we've all pondered. How on earth do we eat Jesus' flesh? He says, my, my, my flesh is real food. How do we eat it? Okay, next. Uh, Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. And the Jews argued among themselves, well, how can he give us his flesh to eat? And Jesus was insistent, my flesh is real food. And my blood is a real drink. And yes, whoever remains in me, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. How do we eat the flesh of Jesus? And so my, my thoughts go to John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was, was with God, and the Word was God, and a little bit further on, and the Word became flesh and lived with, among us, full of grace and truth. The Word became flesh. Eat my flesh. The Word became flesh. Eat my flesh. And so as we... As we eat the flesh we are eating the word and so if we just unpack that a little bit um, Jesus in in, in John 17 um, as you read the the whole passage one of the things he says there is as he's praying he says that everything that the father has is mine everything that I have is the father's everything that the father has is mine he then said, he, just a, he also said, um, I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted them. 
I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted them. And the, the context is, as, as, as we just sort of meditate on that, on, that, on, that, on that passage, is those words contain everything. Everything you have is mine, and everything I have is yours. I gave them the words that you gave me, and they accepted them. They've got it all. Those words, it's everything. And so everything that the Father has, Jesus has, and the context of that prayer in John 17, and everything that Jesus has, we have, and everything we have, Jesus has, and everything Jesus has, the Father has, and everything the Father has, Jesus has. I gave them their, my word, the words that you gave me, and they accepted them. Everything is in those words. Everything. Everything that we need is in those words. I was reading uh, Psalm 92, and um, David uh, was just writing about his just inexpressible, it's just, he, he couldn't help himself. He just burst into, into, in, in, into music uh, and, 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 and song. And so uh, in the morning I will sing of your love, and in the evening I will sing of your faithfulness to the melody of the harp and the something else of the lyre. And um, I will just sing of your greatness and of your good deeds and of your magnificent works, and, our, and how profound are your thoughts, and how magnificent are your words. And a, a number of things just strike me as I read that thing, is, is I get the sense that David is not singing about something that happened long ago. He's singing about what happened now. And he, he just can't help himself. He's just so excited about what's happening, what God is doing around him now, he has to sing now. He play, and it's spontaneous, and it's a, sp- a spontaneous melody that flows from him, and it's a song that bursts from him out of the now. And he says out of the now, how magnificent are your works? How profound are your thoughts? And he connects thoughts and incredible works. And so... Okay, if we put this together, God thinks. That's interesting. God thinks. He speaks. And stuff happens. And so, yes, excuse me, but good word. It's real food. Um, Proverbs. Wisdom is stalking up and down the streets, in the busiest intersections and corners, crying out, who will listen to me? I've, I, I want to share my thoughts with you, the thoughts of God, the understanding of God. And then it says, if only you responded to my correction, I would have poured out my heart to you. I would have poured out my understanding and my thoughts to you. And I thought, wow, God wants to, to pour out his heart to us. And the thing that seems to tip him into Gaga land is if we respond to his correction. That just tips him. That just has him going, oh, weak at the knees. And now he just wants to pour out his heart in response. He wants to share his heart with us. He wants to tell us what he thinks. And I thought, wow, I want to go through life hearing what God thinks about everything. And then I thought, well, God, do you have theological thoughts? And he says, yes, I have theological thoughts. I also have thoughts about the arts. I have thoughts about love. I have thoughts about despair. I have thoughts about art. I have thought about, thoughts about fabric. I have thoughts about color. I have thoughts about sound. I have lots of thoughts, and I want to share them with you. Continuously, present, continuous. 
thoughts become words, and when words are spoken, stuff happens. And wisdom goes on to say, you know, um, uh, wisdom, the thoughts and understanding, the thoughts of God yield a better return than, 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 than silver. It's more profitable than gold. Rubies are, are, are precious, but nothing you can desire can compare to knowing the mind of God, to having wisdom that comes from, from knowing God. And the, the treasure is knowing the thoughts of God, the thoughts which then became expressed in the word, which then became expressed in, this, in his flesh, the word made flesh manifest among us, and he says, eat my flesh. Eat my flesh, it's real food. Let us get caught up in the excitement of what God is thinking right now. Present continuous, wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, I look at something, Lord, what do you think about that? I'm in a situation, Lord, what do you think about this situation? And his words are life. Whatever he says, whatever his thoughts are, stuff happens. Our job is to give expression to those thoughts and to speak the word, and stuff happens, life happens. And so Jesus said, feed on, feed on my flesh, feed on the word made flesh, feed on my thoughts. Become captivated, fascinated with how I think. And you will think what I think, and you will speak my words, and my life will be released as a continuous stream of life flowing from your inner being. And so the invitation is to come, to come to the table of the Lord. Why spend your money on what is not bread? Why work on what does not satisfy? So listen, listen to me, says Jesus. And come to the table and eat good food and your soul will enjoy the richest of fare. So let us come to the table Though it cost all you have, let us become fascinated with the thought processes of our Lord and our God. Though it cost all you have, that is our treasure. That is our focus. More precious than rubies. Nothing we can desire can compare to the thoughts, the magnificent thoughts. That David says the profound thoughts, the riveting thoughts, the incredible thoughts, the fresh thoughts, the dynamic thoughts, the, the surprising thoughts of God. And he wants to, 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 to share his heart. He, just, he wants us to know his thoughts. This is amazing. So come, come, come to the table and enjoy the richest of fare. May your soul enjoy the richest of fare. So let the musicians play. Good morning, everyone. Um, so two weeks ago, or well, I facilitate like a young adults group, but it's actually open to everyone. We have some older people that come join us every now and then. And um, we decided that we'd do a treasure hunt. So for those, uh, like a prophecy treasure hunt. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, we get into small groups. Uh, we were in threes and fours, and we, bef- we were praying here at the church, um, and ask God for clues. So a clue could be a red shirt, um, standing by a Mr. Price, or, you know, whatever God kind of 
says to us. And it's, it's an exercise to hear God's voice. And it's an exercise to kind of minister to people. Um, and then we ask for words uh, from God before we even set out. Uh, we write this down and then we go, we went to um, Pavilion and then we look out for these clues and we just minister and, and bless people and pray, pray for them. So, um, yeah, that's what we did two weeks ago during our, our group. And it was actually, we just want to share a few testimonies from that. Um, so, um, Zolani sends his apologies, he, but I'll share a bit of his testimony. Um, can some people come up that want to share from my, that went with us? Of my group. Or you can just come up so people can see who you are. (laughs) Yeah, this group's been amazing. We started last year and we've just grown. Um, The only problem is transport. There's only two two cars. um, And on some days there's about 20, 20 of us. So at some points we're going, I'm going twice down Stockville and then down Pinetown. And Zolani's going sometimes to Bothers Hill. Um, my dad helps with the Bothers Hill um, trip. And um, sometimes, yeah, we... Unfortunately, people from Kwanusa can't come because we can't do too many trips. So we're just going to pray for more, um, more people and more transport and just that God will continue to um, bless us and grow, grow in us. So um, I'm going to just share my test me. Uh, well, our group, I was with Dawn and um, Ayanda. And the words that we got, um, we got a, a red shirt. And um, there was a, the word that I got was a treasure. I saw a treasure box and it was filled with gold. And God said, you are worth um, more than this treasure. And what money is to you, um, you are worth more, and God is more than that, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, we were looking around, and we, um, we saw this guy with the red shirt, and it wasn't quite the red shirt that I had seen, but we're like, you know, let's just go and pray for him anyway. Asked him if we could pray, and um, he was quite, he was like, wow, you're like the fourth person in the last... Um, few weeks that has actually asked to pray for me and has spoken words over me. Like, I think God's trying to say to me something, you know? Um, yeah, so we prayed for him, and as we were praying, I just got confirmation that it was the guy that I needed to give the word to, and I gave him the word. And it was actually funny, as I, because I was still unsure, because it wasn't the same red shirt that I'd seen, and I turned to the the clothing shop that he had actually been talking to the security about he wants to do some clothing industry or something. And there in the window was the exact red shirt that I had seen. Um, So anyway, then I gave the word to him, and he said, wow, that's amazing. That's exactly like, because I'm struggling with this money thing, and that's actually exactly like speaks right to my heart. And then we were praying again, and I got a word for his son. I got his son's name, but I got it slightly wrong. (laughs) <laughs> so, well, I, I said, do you have a son called Sibonelo? And it was actually... Uh, no, no, I got a Sonelo, and his son's name is Sibonelo. Yeah, but... Yeah. I mean, I think the important thing is that we actually speak out and we listen to God. Um, 
we don't all hear perfectly. <laughs> We're all on a journey of, of listening and, and um, yeah, speaking out in faith. So, but it was, um, I got a word for his son and he said, wow, like that's so amazing because I've got two sons and I'm going through like a divorce at the moment and that son's the one that's most affected and I've really been worried about him. Um, so I just got to minister to him about, you know, God cares for you and he knows your son and he's, he's going to look after you. But, yeah, and then we took his number and um, he had quite a lot of things that needed to work through and being a guy, then I passed him on to Zolani. And since then, Zolani's actually been able to um, meet with him and pray with him and have coffee together and really start like a ministering, um, counseling process with him. So that's just praise the Lord um, for that. Um, okay, and then I'm going to share Zolani's testimony. <laughs> so um, Zolani was a little bit tired at this night and he had been ministering the whole week. So he said, no, I don't want to come minister with you guys. I'm exhausted. So I said, no, it's fine. Go just help us with the transport because he's the other car. And um, you can go, I don't mind even sponsoring you a coffee. Just go and like sit down and, and just have a night off. So he did that. But God doesn't always let us have a night off. And <laughs> he was sitting there and he um, was reading his Bible. Um, yeah, sitting at Spur. Hey? And I think he was reading his Bible on his phone. And he got into a conversation with a waitress. And um, at the end, yeah, I can't remember how it happened, but um, he just asked her, you know, can I pray for you? He, he had a, like a word for her. Um, and he prayed for her to get, because she needed um, a new job. She was traveling all the way. It was late hours, and she was traveling far, and it wasn't safe for her to even, you know, the, the way that it, the work was set up um, with the traveling. And she really wanted a new job. And so they prayed together, and he didn't give her the number, but he gave her the church number. Um, Monday morning, he comes in, and Belle's like, um, "Yeah, there's someone trying to getting, you know, trying to get hold of you." And um, he speaks to this lady, and she's um, God provided her with a job, like the the next day, or it was that that week, huh? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Um, God is good Amen. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had such a, an experience for me. It was first time uh, I was with Mandy and Tony. Um, I was a bit scared, I must say. Um, but uh, what I mean, like it was so amazing. With uh, like to me, it was different. Um, I'm very good at writing. So God used that talent to pass the message. Before we left here, I had a few messages. And then, like, I wasn't sure how to do it. But then, with the help of these two, I was able to do it. But the amazing thing that happened, um, I had a last message, which was not sure who to give. And then when we were about to, to leave, there was a... A car guard, right uh, where we were going to exit. And then we went to him. Um, just imagine walking to this guy. He doesn't know us, and then we introduce ourselves. And I, just, I told him that 
Um, we came all the way from Gilead to give you the message, the love letter. And they said, is it from Jesus? Oh, man, it was so encouraging. It was so nice. Uh, and I wish I could just keep on doing it again. So it was very amazing that he just knew that the message was from God. So, yeah. And I would like to thank the team and others who are not here. Like, our Wednesdays are, are never the same. We are growing, and we are encouraging each other. Like, this is what we should be doing all the time. Even the youth out there, I wish them to be part of us so that we can spread the word of Jesus. Thank you. Okay, greetings, everyone. Okay, <clears throat> am I clear? Okay. <laughs> I've been trying to clear my voice the whole morning now. Okay, good morning. My name is Dawn, and I was uh, a team with and so Sarah and Ayanda. The part that literally touched me the most was a, was a part that, you know, in spite of all the, 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 the signs and uh, the clues that God gave us on who to approach and who to go spread the word with, what I liked the most was a family that was gathered together, and apparently one, like the granddad of theirs, like was, had a heart attack. A stroke, a stroke, and he just recovered from hospital. And here is that they saw us praying for one, uh, the security guard. And they were literally like, this shows that like we carried the light of God within us because now it was showing. And they just stood there waiting for us to finish praying for the security guard. And they approached us and like telling us what a great job we're doing and the fact that we're youngsters. So this literally just encouraged us to want to do more. And actually go like go really hungry for God and just want to serve him unconditionally. And then right there we started praying for him. And that was like a sign of showing that the world is really crying out for God. All we need is more um, soldiers, you know, uh, we to put on our armors and, and the armor of God and literally go out to the world. And in spite of the, 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 the surroundings that we add, we can still get to share the word and be the salt of the earth. And that was really touching and inspiring for me. Thank you. Yeah, so, and I just want to thank you for, there were a few people that stayed behind. Um, Margaret van Rensburg was praying for us the whole night and um, Sham as well. And um, I think that also really um, they just covered us in prayer. So that was amazing. So, and there was one other group that is not here, and <laughs> so yeah, they they went into the bathroom and um, the ladies, and um, God also doesn't always let you just go into the ladies for nothing. <laughs> and they started ministering with the cleaner in the in the ladies um, while they had left spare. Spelele outside waiting for them. Spelele found someone else and to minister with that was waiting there as well. But, um, yeah, they ministered with the cleaner in the bathroom. They got, um, a scripture. <laughs> yeah, the, I won't mention her name. The, the, the one of us that was actually sitting on the loo just suddenly had the scripture and said, Read this to the lady. <laughs> Looked it up and passed the Bible under, <laughs> under the toilet door. <laughs> yeah, so it is, um, God also has a sense of humor. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was really, yeah, and it was, per, it was right on target. Yeah, right on the spot what, what she needed here. So 
I think, you know, God does speak, God does um, heal, um, and God does, yeah, he, he works, yeah. <laughs> we just need to be open and listening to him and actually just step out in faith sometimes. So I hope that's an encouragement for you guys. just want to give a testimony to God's glory. If you take what has been said today, you go out and do it. And um, I had the occasion to just go to this hardware shop next door on Wednesday, I think it was. And I was standing there and there are three uh, assistants, there are three uh, Indian men serving, and there were a, f- a few uh, people coming in to buy. And there were a few Africans who help you find things. And, and the Spirit of God came upon me and I spoke. And I, I said to everybody, do you know when Jesus hung on the cross that he died for you? And everybody, uh, their eyes, and, and the people who had come in to buy things, were amazed and I preached the gospel and 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 uh, it was just amazing it was God it doesn't matter if you can't go to the pavilion and you're young I'm old I'm 83 but you can still preach the word and preach the gospel and step out of that boat and step out into the water and 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 if you if they don't want to receive it it's gone out. It's seed that's been sown. Some seed gets sown on the stones. But, but uh, if any of you go into that hardware shop, say, did you hear what that old lady said? <laughs> you. Go and say. Go and preach again. Say, did you receive Jesus who hung on the cross for you? Did you receive him as your own personal savior? She told you to, to come to him. She told you to, to receive him and to, to his substitutionary death. He died for your sin on the cross. Have you received him? I challenge you to go and 